Good morning. It is Friday. It is Friday today, yes. The 16th of November, and you are very welcome indeed to day 16 of Napod Pomo. Uh, yes, um, thank you indeed, both Rich and Jessica, for pointing out the fact that I did announce yesterday as Friday the 15th of November, when in fact it was Thursday. That was, of course, a deliberate error on my part, and very uh, well done to you for catching it. Today, I am going to just cover off a number of things that have occurred in the last 24 hours. Uh, And the first thing I'm going to mention now, in the UK, we now have a thing leading up to Christmas, which means that the majority of supermarkets now release a Christmas advert on the television. And the one that everybody seems to wait for is the John Lewis advert. Now, I don't know why they've kind of started doing it, because um, certainly in this country, we we determine the start of the Christmas period by the time they start airing the Coca-Cola advert. Um, the Coca-Cola advert seems to be, for some reason, the, the start of Christmas. But the John Lewis advert, um, they kind of set the bar every year. And everybody else's Christmas advert tries to match up to it. And I have to say, this year they've kind of... Well, they've cocked it up. That's what they've done. This year... Uh, the John Lewis advert centres around um, Elton John, the singer, the piano player. You start with... Uh, this is it's basically a, a chronology of his, of his life, of all the, the things that, um, that make him uh, who he is, but backwards. So you see him as he is now. He's, he's an old man, bless him sat at a piano and he presses a, a, a key on the, on the piano. And then you go backwards and you see him performing at various parts of, of his life, different concerts. Um, you, I think we're listening to your song, which I believe was his first single back in 1960-something. Um, and you're going back in time and you're seeing him in various concerts and bars and playing piano with his family. Uh, and just, just to, to, to mention that... It, the some of the footage of him going back in time is archive. You can tell that, but some of it isn't. Some of it's been created just for this advert, uh, and they've done a fantastic job in choosing actors for this. I'm 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 really impressed with with how they've done it. Uh, anyway, we go back, and he's getting younger and younger. And the final scene of this advert is is him coming into um, his living room as a boy, presumably on Christmas Day, and being given his first piano. Now, one of the measurements of the success of the John Lewis advert is how uh, emotionally stirring it is. And I've got to say that although it's a very well put together advert it doesn't it doesn't get me as most other john lewis adverts do so in that respect i'm a little bit disappointed but i identified in this one scene at the very end of the of the 
um, of the advert when he's being given this piano, there is a fundamental musical error in it. And that is the last scene he's seen going, he rips the paper off this, uh, off this piano, opens it up, goes up to it, plays two notes, and then Elton John of the current era plays a third. And that kind of finishes the whole, the whole story, the whole, <laughs> if you, if you like the circle of life. Yeah. Let's say that. Now, the problem is that the two notes that the very young Elton John played on the screen, so the, the keys that we see him play, are not the keys that we hear. On screen, we see him press an E and a G. There's a phone or it's some kind of device that's going off right now I can't find it anyway um, he, he presses an E and then a G on screen but the notes we hear are not that now they, the first one may be an E the second one may be a G but they're not two notes four semitones apart they are five semitones apart so it's almost as though in this case if he, stayed, if he pressed in uh, uh, the E as the first key then A flat would be the second one. But it's a fundamental music error that the two notes, doesn't matter what key they're in, the two notes that we saw played are not the two notes that were played, even if they were in a different key. And I would have expected that Elton John, being this incredibly famous, internationally renowned musician, who must have been involved in this advert, he must have had a hand in this advert. I'm not talking about the one we saw on screen. He should have spotted this. Now, I spotted this. Now, I'm a musician. Um, I am not very well trained. I got as far as grade three in piano before I stopped learning due to circumstances. So I have no qualification in music theory. But I, I, I went out on Twitter about this yesterday and there were a number of people who also picked up on exactly the same issue as I did. So if someone like me, who, yes, I'm a musician, so I would have picked up on this anyway, but I have not had any training, any formal training in music theory. And yet Elton John, who is arguably one of the greatest songwriters in the world, he misses it. And I don't understand how that can happen. I really don't. Um, as an aside, um, the cynical um, uh, the cynical chapter, let's say, um, have already pointed out the fact that uh, the, the inclusion of, of Elton John and the, the use of his, his musical career um, could actually be a lead up to um, his biopic, which is coming out, I think it's either later this year or, or early next year. Um, so, yeah, it, it just seems, to some people, it seems like just an advert for Elton John, which to some extent it does, but I don't think that's the primary. That's certainly not the way it comes across anyway. Um, but in, in other uh, John Lewis news, it does seem as though they've um, they've taken down the word Lewis from some of their branches. So it just says John at the moment. So, 
weird. Anyway, uh, that's that. Um, yesterday in the UK, we um, had quite a big piece of political news. So it started off um, that Theresa May, the UK Prime Minister, announced that there had been cabinet agreement um, of the deal that will see the UK's exit from the European Union. Now, when I say cabinet agreement, obviously that doesn't include the two cabinet members that subsequently resigned, including our Brexit secretary. So the person that is responsible for overseeing our withdrawal from the European Union quit. So yeah, that was approved, wasn't it? Two junior ministers from the government resigned, same day. Two private secretaries also resigned that day. And apparently now two parliamentary aides have also um, resigned. So since this uh, plan had been, open quotes, agreed, close quotes, by the cabinet, eight uh members of the of the government of members of parliament members of the parliament should i say um have resigned now the role of brexit secretary the person over, um charged to oversee the withdrawal from the european union was offered to michael gove who i believe is currently the i want to say he's the agriculture minister i mean let me just quickly have a look michael Gove. Oh, Govey Govey. He is currently the Secretary of State for Environmental, Food and Rural Affairs. So he basically heads up DEFRA, which is the um, the government agency. Um, <clears throat> he was offered the role of Brexit Secretary. And we've now learned this morning that he is um, about to announce his resignation as a a member of um, of the UK government. So it's not going well for Theresa May at the moment. She uh, she had a, p- a press conference yesterday afternoon, turned up 20 minutes late for it. Uh, and she, she took some fairly damning questions from uh, members of the, of the press. And although she held her ground, there was definitely a haunted look in her face. She looked incredibly uncomfortable. A lot of people were expecting her to uh, to, to resign at that point, and because that that seems to be the thing to do if if people come under pressure in public office, they just resign, which I th- I think is a bit cowardly. But um, I, I'm I'm no fan of of Theresa May. I'm certainly not um, a, a supporter of the Conservative Party in this country. But I've got to say, I think you have to admire her resilience. <laughs> and the, the fact that she hasn't resigned. Anyway, I uh, just wanted to say thank you to Jonathan. He did um, an episode on day 14. Uh, I'm actually t- always two days behind Jonathan's um, episodes in terms of feedback because I release my episodes in the morning, first thing. Um, he releases his in the evening so i listened to it the following day after i recorded the next day's episode so i didn't listen to his 
day 14 episode until either the morning or the evening of day 15, which was yes, which was yesterday. So I'm always two days behind. But he um, he followed on from my um, Nerdy Pleasures uh, episode on day 14. Uh, and he talked some more about the, the unfinished motorways thing, including um, he posted a YouTube video from uh, uh, Jay Foreman um, on London's unfinished motorways, which I started watching last night. Um, but... Uh, it was making too noise, so I'm going to uh, going to listen to it at work today. But um, yeah, do go and check out uh, Jonathan's Day 14 episode, um, which uh, carries on the conversation that I started on Thursday. So then, thank you very much indeed for listening. Thank you very much indeed to Chris and Steffi uh, and Jonathan, obviously, uh, who actually interacted with me over the last 24 hours. I hope that you'll be able to join us tonight for the live recording of The Bugcast over at thebugcast.org slash live from 9.30pm UK time. Regardless of whether you do join me this evening, I will be back tomorrow. Please join me if you can. Have a great day. <laughs>